Yeah, so I, I learned that music um, controls your thoughts. I learned that music heals your liver. Mm-hmm. I learned that me, music, music heals bones. And I learned that sound can be used for lifting rocks. Sound can be used for, for practical purposes, for, for changing your will, for changing your personality, for changing your relationships. Awaken Beauties, finally, it's here. The truth to empower women to true inner beauty through a healthy mind and inner biology. I am your hostess, Cassandra Keel, a 20-year salon owner, organic beauty product formulator, positive mind management, and clinical hypnotherapist. And I am here to help you stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Sponsored by evokebeauty.com. E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. Now, let's get to it. All right, ladies, if you're looking for healthy hair, beautiful skin, and a calm, quiet, clean, collected, powerful mind with superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q beauty.com. And you'll receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. Again, that's E-V-O-Q beauty.com. Use the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. Welcome to the Awaken Beauty Podcast. I am Cassandra, your organic beauty, positive mind management, and biofeedback practitioner. And we're in for an absolutely lovely and loving healing treat today. Now, I've learned one thing in the past two years, and it is research, science, and proof of how sound affects our mind, body, and our spirit. And quantum science readily shows us that our thoughts, feelings, emotions, aura, and etc. are all part of energies combined. And we now know that the evolution of 5G, EMF, is affecting our health in the most detrimental way. Likewise, the secrets of sound give us great hope to self-healing. The power of music and sound has been known for years thousands of years. As a matter of fact, the power of sound and music is so profound that many have kept it a secret. So that is the information that would not be used for harmful purposes. However, with the knowledge of how to use sound, one can better connect with themselves and others and use it to heal physically, mentally, and spiritually. Today, I am joined by an expert on this very topic of sound healing, and her name is Jill Matson. I learned about Jill through the pioneering work of Sherry Edwards, who has the gift of hearing imbalances and illnesses in the body, in which she later went to develop a software to analyze all the frequencies in the body. She is an author, Jill, that is, an artist, musician, and widely recognized expert and composer in the emerging field of sound healing. She has written four books and produced seven CDs that combine intricate sound healing techniques with her original award-winning musical compositions. 
Jill draws on her extensive research of modern sound healing and 20-year study of ancient civilizations and secret societies in her music, lectures, her workshops, and all of her writings. During our interview, Jill will talk about the basics of sound and how it can affect us as well as other people and how we can use our voices to have an impact on not only our relationships with other people, but with our relationship with ourselves as well. So let's jump into the recent research that has linked sound healing to a number of health benefits, including boosting the immune system and lowering stress levels, and so much more with Jill Madsen. Jill, Jill, my dear, welcome to the Awaken Beauty podcast. Thank you. So good to have you. Thank you. I'm delighted to share all this information that people can use and make their lives better. Lives better indeed. Now, I have been listening to your music for probably two years, and um, it is such a delight. And your spirit and everything about you just radiates everything that uh, you do in your professional and personal life. And so, as I said, I first learned about you through Sherry Edwards and really started to understand the power of frequency, the power of sound frequency, and how we can utilize it to our advantage. And so, you know, it's a it's somewhat of a woo-woo topic for those that are not aware of the actual anecdotal scientific data of what sound frequencies really truly do do for the human body. So before we jump into that, you have such a really interesting background and how you come to found this career that you built on sound frequency. Can you go back to a little bit about your personal personal history? Sure. Midlife. I was writing a book, uh, it was the autobiography of God, and I was a very sincere Christian. I started with the Old Testament, and in this autobiography, I became very comfortable with whom God was. In the Old Testament, he was, um, I don't know, it's like he had PMS or something. (laughs) It just wasn't nice all the time. Uh, I had an epiphany, and I changed my religious views. I decided that anything less than a loving God, I wouldn't believe in, I didn't care whether it was within traditional confines or not. That to me, my God, the more loving it could be, that reflects on me. I have a hateful God. What am I going to be? So I, I was very sincere about this and very touched by this idea. But I still had spent a year writing this autobiography, and I guess I was a little stubborn and wasn't quick to just throw all that in the trash. It was kind of hard to swallow. It took me a whole year of work to change my mind, but I guess that was it. Anyway, I started to look at different Bibles, starting with, you know, when the Jews were in exile and the different versions, the different language. Quickly, I got into the Kabbalah. And again, the underlying thing is, what's the most loving God I could possibly fathom and live and be and admire and become? And I was delighted with the Kabbalah. Great stuff. And it shortly led led me into the Sumerian mysteries. Not well known, but with the Zoroastrianism, they had some fabulous concepts. I've been a musician since I've been knee-high to a grasshopper. Whenever I would read these things, like in the Somaestrian mysteries, they would talk about peace of the world coming from a musical composition and how you strum it into the world. 
And I was getting all these different ideas of what is music. I'd been taught it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's something. Right. you know, like fringe or something. But when I went from the Sumerian, I quickly went into the papyri in Egypt. And at first I was thinking, oh my goodness, these guys got to be smoking something. Because they were, <laughs> right. the stuff they were writing was like, woo. But I'm also, um, I'm an, a geek and I love physics. And after a while, I, I dawned on me that they, they weren't superstitious. This, they were talking about quantum physics. And since they didn't have the tools we have today, they were approaching quantum physics with the tools they had then. And, well, here's an example. They talked about to heal a cracked skull, sleep with an ostrich egg. First glance, it's ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. But um, I learned through science and reading certain books and Sherry, of course, that shapes do exude energy. Think about it. The energy inside bounces off the shape and then it comes into the center and creates different interference patterns, i.e. sound. Right. So Sherry can hear a shape. I mean, she's talking a 2D drawing of a shape and science can actually begin to measure a shape. And guess what? The frequency pattern for an ostrich egg, which is about this big, is very close to that of a perfect skull. Mm. And then, you know, we think of resonance going from one sound, going from one tone to the other tone. But if a shape has a tone, then it would also resonate with the shape that is similar. So through shape resonance, the energy transfers. And yes, indeed. It would work. Sometimes we think if we can't measure it scientifically, it's wrong. No, no, no. We have to consider, is science advanced enough sometimes to measure these very subtle quantum little energies? And as I realized that all these secrets from Egypt and the great Hindu tradition, the Indian tradition, the Greeks and so many more, when I've realized um, it's quantum physics, it's science, and it works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ancient world spent thousands of years in the priests with the cream of the crop. And they're developing techniques to master subtle energy and subtle energy. Just think of your blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I learned that music um, controls your thoughts. I learned that music heals your liver. Mm-hmm. I learned that music heal bones. And now you can go to a bone doctor. Many will give you a little box of a bone frequency. And yes, indeed, your bone heals quicker. And I learned that um, sound can be used for lifting rocks. Sound can be used for, for practical purposes, for, for changing your will, for changing your personality, for changing your relationships, inducing thoughts in other people. It can be used for so many benefits. Yeah. And throughout the ages, the people in charge hid this information because it's power. All right, ladies, if you're looking for healthy hair, beautiful skin, and a calm, quiet, clean, collected, powerful mind with superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. And you'll receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. 
Again, that's evoqbeauty.com. Use the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. Yeah, I remember watching a workshop a while ago and you were sharing how frequency and sound on these gigantic rocks and how they would be able to shift, you know, back in the Egyptians and things of that nature. Can you kind of give context and kind of share a little bit of how they utilized um, this frequency to help shift these huge rocks? Well, there's several methods. Um, For time's sake, I'll just do one. Yes. Okay. Let's say everything's energy and that includes a rock. So a rock's going to have a signature vibration. Mm-hmm. Its energy is going to have so many cycles per second. Yeah. And um, without the tools that we have today, you could run a siren in your voice. Like, Ooh. And if you do that with the same vi- volume, when you hit the same resonant frequency at the rock, I'm assuming you're singing to the rock. Mm-hmm. The when you get to the frequency of rock, it's going to resonate, which means energy is going to share back and forth and increase. So as you go up in your siren, the volume is going to be like, ooh, that will be the frequency of the rock. Mm-hmm. Think that a, um, an opera singer sings a high pitch and the wine glass breaks. Well, quite frankly, not any high pitch breaks the wine glass. It has to be the frequency of the wine glass. Right. And when that energy um, through resonance keeps going in and going in and going in, it makes it vibrate. It makes it kind of expand a little. And the glass is um, delicate enough that it shatters, the rock not so. And in the ancient tradition, I saw from Tibet a a movie in which they had many um, monks and it was important what angle they were at where the musician stood and what angle it hit, the sound hit the rock. And they would make kind of like a a circle the rock and it would have a hole underneath. And so they would aim their sound underneath the rock and it's the same frequency as the rock. Mm -hmm. So just like the wine glass, it's going to get excited. It's going to loosen. It's going to expand a little. It's going to get lighter. And that just goes underneath. And um, I saw an old film from Tibet, um, perhaps maybe the 50s, and up a huge boulder goes. It's just amazing. And I think, you know, I think that's a wonderful example. And I especially love how you explained how it went in and under the rock and how the same way you could send frequencies up and into the body or, you know, Absolutely. the body underneath and on top. And so if we kind of then extract that and, and we'll kind of go on this and then we can go a little bit more of how it works with the mechanics and nausea tones and things of that nature. But you know, if we talk about chakras, and I think chakras have been thrown out in society for so long, but so so very few people really truly understand and trust that we are truly made of all these seven, although there's hundreds of different energy centers in the body, and how that same um, methodology of how you can shift the rock is really truly how you can shift energies and blocks within the chakra system. You know, it is. Um, Think of your heartbeat. You know, where's the energy come to keep that going? There's Mm -hmm. so many things in our body that require energy. Right. I believe that your chakras are like um, subway entrances Mm. where subtle energy or prana or chi or just energy your body can use 
it comes in and it's in its light. And when it comes in the chakras, it's breaking down to red, orange, green, yellow, blue, indigo, and violet. In yeah. other words, it's it has resonance each chakra with different feelings, thoughts, and parts of your body. So you have this big um, subway entrance or maybe suction cup. Mm-hmm. In comes the energy and it feeds your body. It feeds. So if you're in taking red, it's going to feed your heart, which also happens to have that same resonance. And if you have too much or too little, if this chakra is um, not quite um, tuned properly or uh, clogged a little bit, then if you get low on red, you might have um, problems energizing anything in your body that's the same frequency as red or musical notes C. Mm-hmm. So your chakras are, I think even though they're known about, they're underrated because as we evolve, they get bigger. Yep. As we get more aware, more conscious, they, they quit being a pinpoint and they have scientifically shown chakras exist now, but it's very sophisticated equipment and it's very subtle energy. I believe that as we evolve, they're going to get bigger. Yes. Because that's, that's our intake system. Yep. And we can alter that um, with, I mean, I, I have a class and sounds and attunements that do fabulous things on allowing your body to take in more energy. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's so many inputs and outputs as to expansion in one, consciousness. And then number two, I think as we become more conscious, and I was doing a um, meditation on a walk today. It's one thing I've been enjoying so much about being able to get back and negate the positive energies from the EMF and all of this this mm-hmm. electromagnetic smog and really getting outside and pulling in the negative ions from the earth. And this meditation was coming to me and just how as we expand and evolve in consciousness, it also, I believe, is a requirement to also let go, release, and unscathe all of the things and the patterns that have been laid over us you know, ever since mm-hmm. we were a child. And so talking about the chakras, they do evolve. They do get bigger and expand and more powerful. And I also believe that as we mature, if we're tapped in enough, we can we can then start to tap into our own subtle energies of those chakras and start to understand when they're blocked and, and how they're blocked. You know, I use biofeedback to kind of help with that process. But certainly consciousness helps all of this expand. And we're certainly seeing that right now over the globe with the coronavirus. And so And also music has been used for cathartic release, notably mm-hmm. the Greeks. And in, it's the same kind of idea as the rock. Yep. Let's say you have music that produces sorrow. That's mm-hmm. why when you um, have a tr- traumatic event, you pine away, you listen to sad songs. And what that does is it resonates with that same sad energy that's residing in probably an organ or something hurting right. you. Right. And by residing, it's it excites it so that it's maybe become smaller or loose enough to get through all the barriers of organs and tissues and release from your body. Mm. The important thing is that, well, you must get rid of it. You heal it before you feel it and is not to own it. Like, let's say Frank dumped me, okay? I can pine away and think how horrible it is and I didn't deserve this. So when those feelings come up and they're trying to release from me permanently, it's so easy to say, well, I didn't deserve that. And then it's like you pull them right back in. Right. You own them. And when you go 
through music, through, let's say, um, you just feel alone in music and you don't even think of Frank. It, to me, it's easier without the, the nitty gritty details to just say, why would I want to be such, have such sorrow? And out it goes. And I have music on that too, that it's, it's very, very powerful. I can feel, I'm very sensitive. So like, you know, I can feel it popping out in odd places, like off my hip. Yeah. It's burping, you know, and just feel this negative stuff, just like slide off. Yeah. And it's very um, powerful to do that with music. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about just your incredible, profound expertise in music and healing and, and elevating the human soul. And, you know, music is so unique because we don't have to think about it. You know, as, as linear thinkers, we like, we're very left and right. We're very uh, black and white. And we like, humans like to make sense of things, but with music, you don't have to make sense of it. And it skips over the analytical, you know, agency of the brain and really just emulsifies in the cellular resin of your whole body, which allows it to shift and move and elevate and, and, you know, do everything that you just said in relation to Frank dumping you. Um, So can you speak a little bit to just what we do know is, you know, my study was, yes, solfeggio tones and yes, nogier tones on how these different doctors were able to use these specific frequencies. You know, we have Dr. Royal Rife that these kind of like the wine glass, these become the antidote and kind of what Sherry has done too. They become the antidote in being able to pull apart pathogens or put pieces back together in the body and help the resonant of understanding the resin of an organ. Speak into that a little bit and, and how you've integrated that into your music. Sure. In music, your tools are frequencies they're two notes together because they create very different sound patterns mm-hmm. and they'll resonate with things in your body. We can hear two notes at a time and different intervals make us feel differently and they're going to impact us differently. So intervals, the actual frequency, rhythm patterns, when you're out of beat, when you're out of sync, when you're going too fast, too slow, things don't work properly in your body. Rhythm and pitch kind of both go like this. They're both incredibly important. Hindus, rather than doing frequency healing, did rhythmic healing. Mm -hmm. They have 120 beat patterns, whereas we pretty much have two in our world, you know, a a three feeling and a two feeling, like bum, 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 and bum, 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 bum. And then the final thing is harmonics, which is an after ripple of sound. For harmonics, you need live music or software, which I I do in my CDs, I will use software to build in harmonics. It's a mathematical chain of sounds that is a process. Perhaps it's the mathematical scaffolding for my digestion, my thinking. So many different things in my body are going to operate on harmonics and this this mathematical pattern through your body. And that's a lot of what Sherry does when she's adding things to the body. Mm -hmm. She'll look at a chemical formula, again, back to digestion, and you put in the cycles per second of the chemical elements. You see that math works. And when one item isn't there, like let's say you, um, you want to ingest magnesium, maybe you need some vitamin D or something else with it, you, you've got to have the math correct for the formula to work. So in music, you have this um, huge range of tools and then you can maybe think of healing, think of yourself as a skyscraper. So you, and, and you need to fill up with light for health. 
So you could have a, a sky roof mm-hmm. and light. So there's music that opens up the chakras above your head and pours down white light. Very healing, very subtle, slow, divine. Or you could use emotional healing. Think of windows coming in our skyscraper um, or, or rhythmic healing or various pitches that we might have absent that you can start to either embed in or incorporate right into the music. You can think of the things you need to release or the relationship between organs and how that sounds. And then you've got your musical intervals, Mm -hmm. which you can also put right into that music. And the, um, let me see, the rhythm, the harmonics, two notes at a time in the actual pitches. So there's your tools. And, oh, one other way. Um, uh, So you can come in with the emotions. You can actually target the physical body. I mean, I have music in the key signature of your pancreas. And not only that, but it has harmonics in the key signature of your pancreas. So, um, now what, what, now I, we can understand liver is anger. So let's talk about the pancreas. What is the attribute of being able um, to target? I'm trying to remember it. Actually, I don't remember it right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But there are, but key- I do have it in my CD. Right. And, and to your point, music really truly, and, and we don't often think of it this way, but you know, the work of Sherry and, and the work of you and the work of both of you together on certain projects really bring out, and this is something that has been really profound for me to learn because, you know, if we just look at music as music and somebody is a musician, we really aren't giving them the respect of the mathematical input of really putting purpose behind the music. And, you know, if we go back to, let's talk about sacred geometry and what you were talking about at the first part of the interview of the, the, the egg, the ostrich egg. And, you know, if we could, we could look at Fibonacci or fractals, you know, these are all things that are repetitive in mathematics in the uh, formation of a shape. And the same thing can be put into the formation of sound and how you can then replicate it and then utilize it. And that's also why we have anecdotal data that Dr. Royal Reif or Paul Nogier or these other practitioners in their time that didn't have like all the smarty pant like testing that we do have today that were able to have thousands and thousands of, of people be healed of just frequencies, just frequencies. No just other medications. Right. Big pharma was not there. Like that was ancient medicine and we are so it far was. removed from it. And I have so much hope and want to credit you to being so steadfast and being such a leader in this industry because it is so profound. Once people start learning about it, it feels so wholesome and it feels so right because it, it's it's... You know, I understand you were frustrated with God, and I've had those same thoughts because here's the reality: Um, we all like to make God to our own making, and unfortunately, it was true back in that time. God was trying to figure out what was going on with the people, so he would try different things, and he'd get frustrated, and then he'd get mad at them. That's just the truth. (laughs) So, you know, it's there there is no there is no perfect science to how humans have reacted in the past, even God and the formation of God and everybody after. But what we do know is that there are there is light and there is life, and I call that the logos. 
And before anybody got messed up and who got frustrated or not, it's purity is life and light itself. And that's what we talk about with chi or with prana. And that is a mathematical sequence of healing. And it's just formated in different ways and frequencies and tones and used in different ways. And so that's why I just, I love what you do so much because it's been tested. Now we just have to be awakened to it and actually trust it within our own spirit to be able to utilize it for our own good. Because if you're not going to believe it's not going to work for you, it's not going to work for you. Right? Oh, right? You can block things. Yes. And you know, one thing right off the top, people might have fun looking at the Hindu ragas, mm-hmm. raga meaning kind of their version of a song. And again, this is one of the few traditions that has survived, but you can listen to a raga for allergies, for a cold, you can, for a bad heart, for, you know, muscle ache. Mm -hmm. And um, they're going to use, it's a combination of rhythmic patterns and tones. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's very, very ancient. The Egyptians were even tuning your quantum entangled energy. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe, you know, we're learning about parallel worlds or different dimensions. Well, you're connected to you in another dimension because you're still you. Mm-hmm. So a problem from another dimension can bleed in. So that's sometimes when you go to get something healed and it comes back, go get it healed, comes back. It, the, the Egyptians would have music to tune their quantum entangled energy mm-hmm. because sometimes the root cause was there. Yes. I mean, just mind-boggling yes. ways to use yes. sound. And it's... Um, Plenty full, and uh, no one can hoard sound. And that um, is true, no one can hoard sound, but they, <laughs> they can hoard vaccines and try to yes, get those people in charge you for them. So, you know, I just I love that. For you, listeners of Awaken Beauty Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Simply go to www.audibletrial.com slash Awaken Beauty Podcast. That's www.audibletrial.com Awaken Beauty Podcast. And maybe you could tell me, why am I so attracted to Navajo music? Like Native American music just totally lights my body up. Like, why? Well, again, this is just a belief. Yes. People believe what they may, but I easily leave my body and go into other lives. So I'm a strong believer of other lives from so many direct experiences. I would suggest that you probably had a very good life. And maybe you were a shaman or maybe you knew things. And maybe the more you um, remember, resonate, think about uh, maybe that attraction to the Native American Indian music gets you in touch with people and you start to learn and bring back the jewels from that incarnation that was a beautiful one for you in Mm -hmm. which you had knowledge that can really help the world right now. It's like the music is the Pied Piper. Mm-hmm. And it's leading you to maybe a best version of you. That's so interesting. I love thinking about it that way. It's like Enya and I love your music and Navajo. I can't listen to it all the time, but just the beats. It's, you know, it's the heartbeat of the earth and it just feels yeah. 
so, so powerful. So powerful. And I did grow up on the Lower Sioux in, in Minnesota. So they I mean, were, the Indians were not disconnected with music and they would have originally not used our musical scale. Mm-hmm. They would have used um, a scale that was slightly different that would literally tune with the nature patterns. Yes. And when the world started to use the equal temperament scale, as soon as it became popular, the industrial revolution happened. As long as we were tuning to the scale that's the same found in nature, I don't know that we could have plundered earth like we did Mm -hmm. or felt so separated. But when the music was tweaked Mm -hmm. and that connection was lost, we lost um, the ability to understand the aliveness, the consciousness and the healing of nature. and the music that you would have heard in a past life as a Native American would have connected you with that consciousness intelligence that's found in nature. A little bit different than even what you're hearing today. Yeah. Because today their scale's been modified like everybody else's. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about because the scale has been has definitely been, um, I, I don't know, it almost feels like when I think about it, it almost feels like a contraction. Like we've kind of put it into a box a little bit. We and have. Even when it I used think to about, be a spiral and now it's a circle. I like yeah. to call it a GMO of sound. Yeah, there you go. I love that. <laughs> We're now GMO of our sound. You know, and, and we talk about, you know, solfeggio tones and we talk about the, the main different hertz frequencies there and um, nojia. Do you want to speak into either of those at all? And, and well, um, let me talk about the Fibonacci and the solfeggio. Mm-hmm. I like to think of the Fibonacci as if you had an etch a sketch toy, dating myself here, where one knob made curves, and one knob made straight lines. At all, I wish on that. <laughs> okay, Fibonacci makes the curved lines, and solfeggio yeah. makes the straight lines. The Fibonacci, um, how to put this? It has like. Um, when the numbers change, when the frequencies change in the sequence, you can almost think of um, energies combining and every now and then uh, the combination is five, which is an irrational number. Mother nature does not round off. She does not do fractions. So because it never ends, then the energy continues off to the right and there's a branch. Mm. And also why this branching pattern is happening due to the mathematics under the music, you'll find that when the branch curves, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you create a nodal point or a zero point. Mm-hmm. Um, energy's flowing up a stem through resonance. And then when you're creating five, energy stops and you get like a little vacuum. And that's where things bend and curve. So in a way you can think of um, the Fibonacci almost as like water on, water off, water on, water off, flow, no flow, or, or resonance damping. You can use many words. And, and the solfeggio um, at the root is a, a pattern of three, six, nine. Right. It's very um, powerful, powerful pattern. It's phi-less. So you have phi, P-H-I, and phi-less. Yes. And these are, think of them as yin and yang, as balancing tools. Yeah. And you find them very, very um, frequently in nature. Hmm. Beautiful harmony and balance. Yeah. So when you, when you go to start a new project or the CDs that you've made, where does that inspiration come from? And take me behind the scenes of creating those. Well, okay. One, I had an out-of-body and um, 
um, saw myself in, I don't know, I'm, I felt like it was Atlantis and mm. I saw these children and they're playing with toys and, um, the toys are, um, organs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's Barbie? So need her? Yeah, where's Barbie? <laughs> oh boy, I get to play with my spleen toy. <laughs> so anyway, so they're playing with toys and they were learning the tones. And they were, they were learning the feelings. You see, every tone is going to have an octave or share energy with an emotion. So they would learn that like your stomach, is tends, its tone tends to be happy. And um, then they would learn the pitches because I believe that their forefathers, the early Atlanteans, would have been very clairvoyant and clairaudient, like um, Donna Eden and Sherry Edwards. Everybody would be like that. Right. And then you live very long lives because... Um, as soon as something goes out of tune, you tune it up. You know, if my heart's going south, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But if you could hear it like Sherry does mm-hmm. or see it like Donna Eden does, you would learn quickly what sounds, what energies, what movements, um, what colors to wear, you, what foods to eat. You're not a genius. It's just very clear with a different um, input of frequencies, like when you're cl- clairvoyant and clairaudient. And so since the people had involved, this was my understanding from this kind of out-of-body um, experience, was that they had involved and they, they no longer were clairvoyant and clairaudient. So they were memorizing the tones. They were memorizing what herb does this. You know, when you're sick, you do this. When you do that. And they were showing the people the colors. And um, that's what I saw. And then I come back from that. And lo and behold, there's some hospitals that will tune your organs. They um, put like sound through it. And what sounds don't come through the healthy organ is the frequency of the healthy organ. And in, in some hospitals, you can have an organ tuned. So with that information in my belt, I created music in the um, key signature, which means you have an abundance of that note. You get the most of that note than any other song or key signature. So um, I would, in in digital, you can move up and down to make it very precise. So um, maybe we're in 338.29, or I just made that up, but something like that. It's very precise in the frequency of the healthy organ, and then add software to create the harmonics because that would create the scaffolding and the structure of the components of the organ. And then since I've studied the world for sound healing, it was the ancient Chinese um, and stuff of the emperor and Tzu that they used, uh, had meditation techniques to tune these organs. So I would suspect that whatever group of people that taught their children how to tune their organs ended up in China because they're very good at it. Mm -hmm. So I have the music to tune your organs. And then I have like a little bit of a guided meditation teaching you the techniques that have been handed down. Hmm. It's so incredible. Just so, so incredible. And it's truly is a mathematical brain, you know? And so as I pull away the constructs of my limiting thinking from still having nightmares, if I actually graduated from math in high school, (laughs) um, I'm reentering this whole different realm and I'm, I'm very encouraged and it makes sense to me. And I just pulled out my, um, so when I do biofeedback and I'm kind of pulling in what's pulling in for that specific client, much like Sherry Edwards does, you know, I pulled out my Nogier frequencies guide. And so when you're talking about, so we would equivalent the Nogier note B 
with 584 hertz. And that correlates to digestion, lymphatic system, circulatory, and neuropathy. And then it has a whole list of how it opens the energies of the lungs and the gallbladder and the thyroid and the thymus. And so we can go down to C and that's going down to the tendons and the ligaments and D goes into the brain balance. So, you know, it's, it's all right there and it's accessible. And so I really love how um, your music just, when you listen to it, it's very harmonic. You know, it's just, it's, it's like you would turn on the radio and you'd be like, this is a beautiful song. But inside it, there's so many hidden healing frequencies that somebody wouldn't even understand if they just turned it on. Um, so moving into, let's talk about present time, right? So let's kind of come up to, and I don't, I feel very free from the coronavirus. I don't, other than it's, it's taking away my income. I understand that I will be able to overcome that as, as you will and everybody else will but I don't feel the fear. But I do understand that we have to be smart. And you and Sherry Edwards have kind of teamed up and have created a project and a website that people can go to, um, kind of come into, bring us into the formation of that and the research behind that and how, you know, you kind of defragged the protein and then kind of pull that apart and put the health back together through your frequencies. Okay. The approach used for um, the coronavirus by Sherry is to booster the immune system. And I want you to think of the immune system as like, um, I don't know, a kingdom with a a wall around it, Mm -hmm. protecting from the enemy. And the coronavirus tends to attack in similar ways. So like it either comes to the back or maybe to the side or the third rock to the left. It has a pattern of what it attacks in your immune system. Sherry can see this when she looks at the voice of someone with coronavirus. She'll see, bam, 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 all these um, important elements of your immune system going down. Mm -hmm. She has identified that glutathione and Mm -hmm. carcinin are the biggest ones, nutrients that go with the coronavirus. Um, So she's identified about nine different nutrients that will protect that are what the coronavirus attacks. And um, I do have given, those in my biofeedback program, and I know glutathione, glute, um, yeah. and glutathione. A lot of these different have been, yeah, have been imprinted in the frequencies of my biofeedback based on her research, which I'm very thankful for. Yes. And now they're in the music. We weren't able to do, normally, like with the rife frequencies, you cancel a frequency out. But the coronavirus is, think of it maybe as different strands. It's got several pitches. It has, and the protein's going to have a gene. What happens is is when you cancel out one of the proteins, it triggers the next gene. So in a way, you can't really cancel it out. Because as soon as you're successful in canceling out one strain, boom, on comes the other. Right. Which leads us directly to a different approach, which is simply strengthening the immune system. And so she's given me the frequencies that I have put down in low range to create binaural beats. Um, So it's going to be stronger with headphones. It still works without, but better with headphones. And my idea is to have the two hemispheres of the brain open up and and do the math to make the frequencies. And then you get your analog, you get your, um, you get a nice strong wave because the beats within you. And then I also put it in like a higher octave for people because not, not everybody has um, low tones on their speakers. And then in the music, I put in flower remedies 
which are delightful, very high frequencies, mm -hmm. just joyous, happy, peaceful, um, calm, healing place. Mm -hmm. Peaceful and healing. It heals all on its own, even without the, any frequencies. So the music takes you to a beautiful place. The flower remedies, there's a dozen flower remedies. They take you into a very balanced sense of emotional wholeness. And then I put in the frequencies of a dozen crystals. And crystals, likewise, they feel good. They're like, it's like they've ascended or they're an octave above us. You know, we put them around and go, <gasps> yeah. yeah. And so that's captured in the music in terms of the frequency with sound oscilloscope, but also with very sophisticated recording equipment to get little sounds made yeah. from microscopic crystals. And of course, the crystals bestow virtue they bestow peace and, mm -hmm. and all these good feelings so we put this kind of like bed of calm peace it's all good you know, just feeling absolutely delightful and then in the background we got your little brain hemispheres going on booster up your immune system yeah and one thing is um not only can you use these but these nutrients the things that it supports in your uh, immune system it it would work for other things too so maybe for next flu, if you get this, pull it mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. um, because why would you not want to support your immune system? So then I pulled the website together and um, tried to explain it as best I could. Yeah. And it's offered for free. We're concerned that if we charged anything that people would think we're taking advantage of a difficult situation or, or use this as an opportunity to mistrust sound healing. Yep just didn't seem the right time. People are out of a job. Not everybody can afford it and shouldn't everybody have it. So it's offered free. And I put a 70 minutes of it. Um, several things that are in all different key signatures. So um, some people for this reason or that might like all the songs, save one, well then pull it out. Let's say that I'm primarily a frequency of G, if I get a lot of songs in G, it's going to annoy me. Yeah. Because if you're primarily the frequency of D in your personality and body, G will feel, ah. mm -hmm. so, so I put in the mix. And then- Now, when you say if you, if you are a frequency of G or D, can you say a little bit more of that so people understand Thank um, you. predominant notes? Yeah. Yes. Everything in your body is energy. Mm -hmm. And it can be done many ways through an aura, even skin pressure. But Sherry, for example, mm -hmm. will use your voice, which is holographic, like everything else in your body. Yeah. And we think our voice is one tone, but it's actually maybe thousands. Right. It's the energy from our liver, from our stubbed toe, from the fight last night, all combined. The way I like to explain it is the hologram of your voice is the hologram of your embodiment. And the frequency that is caught by the larynx is actually just the vibration of everything that's going in in your field, both yes. in and also around you, because you won't yes. be able to pull in the field around you. And yes. I would even go as far to think about, and this is why I'm very, very particular in who I speak with, at this time, who I think about at this time, um, because I, I choose not to bring in the negative fields from even the outer, outer consciousness of far, far away, because um, we are a collective as a global. And so that, I just wanted to kind of pull that out as far as where, what you're going through or going 
going to with that. In Sherry's work, um, I have done her test before. Um, and it was really interesting because when I went back and validated, I wanted to do the voice. And then I went back and I actually had a Dutch test and some other labs ran and um, it verified actually the amino acids that I needed um, through the voice test. So it validated her work, which was really, really profound. Mm-hmm. And so you can see on her work, you can, with her Nana voice, right. bar graph all the musical notes in your body and how much you have of each. Yep. And so we all have like a personality. So I tend to always be high on G, maybe you're high on D. Mm-hmm. I'm like a seesaw and they balance each other. But if you get too much of one note, it makes you sick. And your yep. body will feel, um, hmm. so anyway, I have 70 minutes. So people get a long dosage. Dosage counts. It's like you can't eat one healthy meal and then eat crap food for the rest of your life and expect to maintain health. You need to help eat healthy all the time. Exactly. You need yeah. to have a diet of this yep. this sound. And um, yeah, that's a really important piece there because, um, you know, you have to be uh, very, very, um, committed to listening to it over and over again. And it's not something you go and try and it sounds nice and what have you, but you know, throw it on your Sono speaker or when you're going for a walk, be very intentional about what you're bringing into your time as you're listening to that music because it really is like we, you know, you shared in the beginning, it, it bypasses the brain and just let the music do what it's supposed to do. All right, ladies, if you're looking for natural organic solution-based beauty and superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com and receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. Again, that's evokbeauty.com. Type in the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. I did read, I believe you have Mimulus on there. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just thought I'd read this for people to understand what is Mimulus um, kind of attached to. And it's the fear of known things. And Mimulus can restore that which is naturally resilient and effervescent. Freedom from fear, which is an illusion. And then when we talk about the frequencies, when we're talking about the health of the body, that goes into affecting the kidney. It also affects the solar chakra and um, balancing and healing relationships. Another one that I saw on there, I believe was, um, was rock water on there? Rock Rose, yes. Rock Rose is releasing fear and panic, reactivates courage to persevere and trust in the perfection of the universe, which is so beautiful. And it helps the kidney meridian, conception vessel, and the crown chakra. So you can see how Jill has put in these beautiful flower essences and how it really does become mathematical in putting all of these healing frequencies together and they create a frequency that you know pushes out into the body and reminds the body to come back into harmony. And when you're in harmony, your immune system is going to work better. It's not like I don't know, maybe you can share what your thoughts are on this. It's not like you're going and you're getting a big shot of, you're going down to the the liquid IV drop and you're taking a shot of vitamin B and vitamin C and all of this. It's such a subtle, consistent, vibrational way to treat the body. And I believe much more intuitive 
versus us going and taking all of these supplements. You know, and Sherry had on one of her interviews that she was with you and Sarah Westall, who I respect very well. I'm so glad that none of us have been put in jail yet. <laughs> oh, I was trying to remember my train of thought here, but she was just talking about how, like you mentioned in the beginning, you, you, you're, not, you're never going to run out of music unless they turn off your music machine. Um, but it's abundant. Yes. Supplements, pharmaceuticals, those who make the pharmaceuticals for profit. That's why I love, and the website for everybody that's wondering is coronavirusdefense.org. Is that this is abundant healing from people that love human beings and want to see them heal for mankind and not for profit or any other underlying reason. You know, I just want to thank you for that resource. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. In the future, are you guys going to be working on any more pieces or what does it look like for you moving forward? And, and you know, you've had such a, a, an incredible background and past. What does now look like for you? What does the future look like for you in this realm? I've been doing a lot of work, Jean, um, ancient techniques, um, particularly around music and sound and quantum mm-hmm. physics and frequencies of time and harmonics. So I'm writing a book on frequencies of time and I am looking forward to creating more music. And I create a lot of like ancient sigils and ancient sacred geometries and sounds. I'm starting to create sound versions of the way they were done in antiquity, which is a whole new concept of music. It's more like um, the ancient people clearly believed in string theory and that a lot of the sacred geometry would have been knots tied or patterns of the strings and they would block them as we evolved into matter. And so you would listen to them again to evolve out. Hmm. So I've got a pile of those. I'm just, I'm just having an absolute ball between the wisdom of the ancients and modern science. It's, um, I don't know, and music. I mean, life's pretty fun. Oh, it's so wonderful. I just love seeing people's brains work the way they do and just their unique gifts. It's, it's such a blessing. Uh, one thing I wanted to just tap into real quick and, and have you just explain to the viewers in your own way, because binarial beats has become so popular, can you please just help people understand the relationship and the rapport between the two ears and how that space creates the effect of the binarial beats? Sure. This technique is ancient. It was used by Tibetan monks and many others. Think that as we evolved over millions of years, or maybe more, that we didn't have headphones until very, very recently. Mm -hmm. We hear and surround sound. We don't really notice that, but we do. So when there's a sound very close to your ear, your head's in the way, so this ear doesn't hear it. And it's kind of like your two brain hemispheres go, ooh, what's that? And in low frequencies, in a certain range down low, when you have tones that are a little bit different and you're using headphones, um, the brain kind of goes, ooh, and the right and the left hemisphere open up and work as one unit. Very powerful right there. You've just taken your IQ up. And if you do it often, you make a habit of being whole-brained. So now you're whole-brained. And your two hemispheres take each one of these tones and they subtract one from the other and you hear the difference, which in and of itself is really not that important. 
save that your brainwave then copies it and your whole body starts to pulse this tone. It's used to take you down to very deep meditation states when your body heals, when like rapid eye movement, sleep, right. for example. Right. And when you look at the mathematics of the frequencies in your body, the lowest frequencies are like um, magnetic and electromagnetic mm-hmm. and electric and so forth. So you're taking the long, low frequencies, you're making them inside. So you get a nice um, analog frequency. Okay. And it, um, it alters your consciousness rapidly. And it, it's, it's like your internal frequency machine. So would you say that, and I've, I've read also, um, and I've pulled in a tray in my biofeedback where I pulled in C and I believe A and D. And if you bring in these different notes and it's known to get the, the corpus in the brain, in the brain, Udium, to get together in unison, so it helps the brain connect the left and right hemispheres, and then you are creating a would it would it almost equate to like a theta frequency in the body, so that it just, yeah yeah. But the brain waves are categories like how slow and fast they are, right? And what and this is well studied by very prestigious schools and institutes. So they will uh, correlate when, let's say you're in a certain theta brainwave. Well, here's where you produce all those supplements naturally Mm -hmm. in your body. Mm -hmm. Here's where your body tissues repair. Here's where psychic development and skills occur. Here's where you change a habit. And that is well documented by science. Yes, you're talking about Neural beats just takes you there. So your body creates what you desire. Yeah. So what she's talking about is, you know, the theta and beta and and gamma waves and all of those and the speed of those and those go through the sleep and awake state. And some states were in absolute creativity. Some states were in healing. Some states were in the thinking brain and were very conscious. So that's kind of, I just wanted to kind of give some context and it's corpus callosum. That's what I was thinking of and getting the brain to work together in the hemispheres, which we need more of right now. So, (laughs) oh, Jill, you're such a blessing. I just, you're, you're, your spirit is just so sweet. And I think everybody that's watching this um, will be able to pull that in. And I just want to thank you for all of your work and the history that you have helped me understand and, and really have pulled in the beautiful mathematics of music and the thought process behind it, which brings so much more meaning behind what you do and what you provide, as well as Sherry Edwards. And you two together are even more powerful. So it's really great. I'm sure you guys well, have thank a Thank you. you. Think of your kindness of doing this radio show and mm-hmm. getting out all these new techniques and giving people something to learn and grow with during these times. So I thank you. Thank Thank you, you, sweetheart. So one last thing I always ask my guests is something that you have personally, considering it's the Awaken Beauty podcast, something you've personally awakened to as of late. It doesn't have to be related to music. It can be anything, but what's something personal you've awakened to? There's just so much. I think I'd like to take a step back if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I have a a CD on beauty. Yes, you do. And the idea was that when you feel beautiful, you create that energy in your aura and you can appear beautiful despite what you look at. Mm-hmm. Think of the hunchback in Notre Dame and now he's tra- uh, disfigured, but yet he has that beautiful energy. And towards the end, he's so cute and lovable. He's like the best 
the best thing to look at possible. So the concept was beauty in, in terms of your energy and beautiful music to make you feel and emulate that. And then I put in frequencies to tighten the muscles in your body and um, collagen and vitamins and different things that you need to absorb to have beautiful skin. And I could tell one famous story or one my favorite story from this particular piece of uh, CD or hunk of music. Um, one lady was listening to it a lot because it's like each listens like maybe putting on makeup, but when you listen, let's say overnight or for days or weeks, you really notice a difference. So anyway, she was going to her high school reunion. And so um, here we are um, trying to look better. And that mm-hmm. kind of makes me happy that that would do that. So she's trying to look her best. And she's listening 24 hours a day. And she listened, I don't know, 10 days or something. But what um, she didn't say was that she had had failed knee surgery six months ago and hadn't walked. Mm. Meanwhile, I had just put in the frequencies of the neck and the face. Um, But when I looked further, I found that they are octaves of the whole body. So your whole muscle system, it's holographic. So -hmm. if you tune this, you tune the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So she writes in that, yes, she did look a lot younger, but also that she walked into her high school reunion. No walker, no nothing, the muscles healed. So amazing. Yeah. I mean, tissue is tissue and muscle is muscle. And so same thing that's in your face is in your knee. And (laughs) that's, that's just the truth of how sound and, you know, I I really think about going back to the logos and to, and to, to prana and, and life itself is, you know, we are the music of the earth of creation. And so we can recreate ourselves through these different frequencies. And so that's amazing. You know, I just love that. And it really speaks into my soul because, you know, as a salon owner and a product formulator for over 20 years, um, I do what I do because I love the women in my chair. And I'm, I'm just, I can, I can see things and hear things that other can't. And being able to bless somebody in that way and what they're ready to hear and, and see and do. And this last two years after becoming a hypnotherapist and, and tapping into biofeedback and frequency medicine, my whole construct around beauty has changed. And it goes to exactly what you just shared, is that that inner, until you can really tap into it and start to tap into self-love. I heard somewhere that men were put on the earth to learn how to love women and women were put on the earth to learn how to love themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Once you can really learn to love yourself, no matter what the judgment is of others and what the judgment is of you on yourself, you emulate that beauty. And it really is seen. And and I think everybody has had that experience where a woman just emulates beauty and you envy that, but we can have that. And we can use music to help lead us there. And that we don't have to do life alone. And that these beautiful things that are created from life itself are there for us to tap into. So I love your, your end point there. That's great. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Jill. Okay. And thank I you. will make sure that we share the show notes of where people can find you. Again, the coronavirusdefense.org is the site that her and Sherry Edwards have put together graciously for you for free. And also Jill's Wings of Light.com. Yes. 
So jillswingsoflight.com and then also jillmatson, which is M-A-T-T-S-O-N.com. You'll see the plethora of research and music there as well. So thank you, Jill. And all of those that are listening to the Awaken Beauty Podcast, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And until next time, as always, stay (laughs) sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. All right, ladies, if you're looking for natural, organic, solution-based beauty and superior CBD, go to evokebeauty.com. That's E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com and receive 25% off your very first order with the code AWAKEN. Again, that's evoqbeauty.com. Type in the code AWAKEN for 25% off your first order. Hello, Awaken Beauty. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Were you inspired? Please leave a comment or your own personal aha moment so others can capture exactly what you did. Also, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you're interested in high quality natural products for your hair, skin, and wellness, including organic, CBD, please visit evokebeauty.com. Again, that is evokebeauty.com, E-V-O-Q-Beauty.com. And until next time, darling, stay sane, get sleep, and bring your sexy back. Mm-hmm.